Hello, and welcome to Mice Cast with your hosts, Greg, Mike, and Shaft. Woohoo! Feel the magic! Oh, wrong show. Uh, <laughs> hey, how's it going? Jeez. <laughs> 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 how, how you doing there? How you doing there, Shaft? Huh? You okay? You gonna make uh, it? I was on vacation this last week and caught a little bit of a bug or something like that, but had a good time. A little bit of a bug, huh? White and nerdy. Look at me, I'm white. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. All right, it's too loud, Greg. It's too loud. Too loud. Every drama teacher away. We've already done Skipper Dan. All right, sorry. Uh, did you hear me? That it's too loud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just, you know, like I said, too many windows open and got buried underneath. Oh, I was looking for the thing to turn it off, and it was like, I was okay. th- thinking of Richard and, you know, that guy's story is similar but different to Richard. So uh, if I could find the theme to Mall Cop, uh, I would. But, right. oh. All right. So what are we going to run down today? We got. Uh, uh, I, would, m- I would lovingly play that for Richard because I think it fits. Miscellaneous um, business. Uh, miscellaneous business. We're going to cover a response to our mailbag show. You haven't put up the show, Richard and I. Uh, no, no, that's next. That's, okay. that, you know, that'll I, be this I, week. I, I so we mention- should. Yes, Richard. I was going to say, I do want to mention that, um, you know, I did take vacation this last week. Finally went up to Yosemite. Great time. Fun up there. Um, interesting, because tried to stay in the bubble as much as possible. They do have <laughs> the, the Yosemite bubble. The Yosemite, Yosemite bubble, bubble of... of because, uh, <laughs> you know, you park, your, park your car and the buses are great just driving all around, but the the food you know we were talking about how bad the burgers are or i should say you were talking about how bad the burgers yeah, are their their food um, oh man the, they, they the only case. have they have one decent restaurant there but it's a little pricey the re- well actually there's two pricey restaurants that aren't bad but their general what would you call it cafeteria yeah i had the when i went up there for training it was like okay what can't they screw up you know what's What's the least evil of what they're cooking up there? Yeah, I don't, it's hard to find. <laughs> well, the, the the quesadilla I had up at the Mexican place, I think that was surprise, camp- surprise. Richard <laughs> had a quesadilla. That it was a it was a chicken quesadilla. Uh, oh, that was me. awesome. And that that, oh, was that reminds me, I need I need a beverage. I you keep keep gabbing. I'm gonna go, go get my beverage. And, and you know the pizza, the pizza was okay. Pizza. Burgers, pizza. <laughs> Burgers were absolutely horrendous. Bad. All right. So, but no. then I then we went and had dinner one night over at Yosemite Lodge. You know, it's it's a buffeteria style food, and we we literally got in there under the wire. They were just starting to turn off the grill, and the guy fired it up real fast before they started washing it down for us. What time was that? Ten o'clock at night. Oh, was uh, just coming up on eight thirty. Uh, yeah, was this the one right up behind the uh, lodge? This is at the lodge. Yeah, this is kind of late for dinner. And uh, it that I gotta say that was really good food there. I was very. My See, man, I, I, was I just, thought that place yeah. wasn't too good. I mean, I had some okay pasta there, but in general, you know, their hot dogs weren't anything to write home about. And just in general, the food up there is not that great. Now I ate up at the the Awani. That that was, um, you know, that's like almost Club Thirty Three food, maybe even better. It's it's that level of food jackets ties to get yeah, in the place appropriate dress required. Okay, oh, yeah. so, so now uh, you, yeah, did while, you stay? while you're in the well, you, while you're in the wilderness, uh, bring your suit and tie with you so you can. That's right. uh, okay, so I'm sorry, Mike. Your, I just want to worry. Where did you stay? 
Where did I stay? Uh-huh. I was actually outside the park. I was staying in Mariposa. So. Okay. But but it it was. Hey, wait 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 wait. You started it off by saying you tried to stay in the bubble, and yeah, you're we, actually the, staying the morning, outside the, the bubble. bubble. In the morning, we would go up there. We would go up there at the crack of dawn. We'd park the car. <laughs> And we just take, take the transportation and hang out, you know, use the transportation system going back and forth around in the valley, going up above. Okay, so the, you park one, you park at the lodge and then take the the transportation around from there? Yeah. Okay. Or actually, oh, park, I mean, uh, you parked where? In the village. Okay, so. Oh, okay, yeah, by where you the shopping store and where you can get your food. Yeah. And all. Okay, yeah. But the one place I did not, yeah, I, I drove out on my own was um, Glacier Hetch Hetchy. Uh, the Hetch Hetchy Valley, just to the north part of the park, mm-hmm. where the uh, reservoir is. Mm-hmm. Oh, talk about a horrendous road. Um, barely wide enough for the car. It gets down to one lane at times. Well, you're driving and, that tank now that you know, probably qualifies for <laughs> cast the clunkers. And, uh, oh, it's a very nice truck. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, the, I, you're right, means, Richard. He means the gas mileage. You're right. The, the the problem with and I don't want to get too political here, but the problem with cash for clunkers is they they truly don't want clunkers. They just want ones with low mileage because, yeah. for instance, my old Toyota that really is a clunker that uh, was my doesn't daughter's qualify. doesn't qualify because the mileage is uh, too good, too yeah. hu- too high. You mean too high? Yeah, so it probably makes twenty five miles to the gallon, so it doesn't qualify because they they basically they want to take things like Richard's. Truck off the road politically. That's My what truck, to. yeah, okay. Your truck, but they're calling them clunkers. Well, it's not clunkers, really. Yeah, so, and, and they're encouraging you to go into debt. Well, you know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, so, so it's not political. But, no, yeah, but I, you, I, I, like, you like those kind of roads, Richard. So what's the problem? No, 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 no. Not this one. It, one lane, um, barely twenty. Oh, that's true. I, you and, know, and it's three hundred <laughs> feet straight down. Yeah. That you know, Richard, on, on, on or I say side, Mike. On one side, as you're passing by the dam, it's. We, you realize the water is 20 feet down, but it's 300 feet of water there, and you go on the other side of the dam, and it's just flat out 300 feet straight down. Yeah. Mike, you, re- you remember those days where he'd talk about taking his little Mustang and all these little spelunkies? Yes, yes. We, when we were out by um, Area 51, they told us about this little ghost town thing we could drive out to when we were at the little alien. So, you know, we're in this big bruiser truck, and he starts cruising up, and then he got really... Trep, you know, um, yeah, trep, trep, timid yeah, yeah. is, you know, like the end of cars when they got all the four wheelers out, you know, that have never really been off road and they're all like tiptoeing. <laughs> that, and, and then he lost all his nerve to drive over a rock and all this. I'm like, oh my God, Richard. Well, no, no. Let's talk about the complete story here. First of all, my truck is a four by two, it's not a four by four. I'm not even sure if it classifies as a four by two. I don't know if it has well, that. What do you mean? Uh, it's got four uh, wheels. It's two wheel drive, doesn't it? Isn't it? Well, yeah. Okay. Be honest. Most two wheel drives are one drive wheel. <laughs> they're not posi traction. Correct. correct yeah. In general, they're considered two by fours, right? <laughs> That's the general terminology. So you're right, Richard. That thing probably isn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. The other thing is, is the tires on here are not off road tires. They're strictly four street tires, and it's like I'm not going to buy new tires on it because there's these are new tires that are already on there. And so we're going out there, and we get onto this bit of gravel, and I'm just kind of questioning it. 
And Greg says, oh, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's like, great, it's not your drip pan that's going to be taken out if we hit the bottom, if we bottom out here. You know, the funny but thing, suddenly- it wouldn't have mattered if it was a 4x4 four four or not. You would have had the same clearance. That's what that's what the fallacy well, with a lot of these big trucks are. They're, you know, 4x4 four four yeah. or not, they're still the same clearance. Right, uh, which people it- don't take into consideration when they're driving them half the time out there. But <sighs> in the meantime, as I start to try to go up this hill, Suddenly, I lose all traction whatsoever in the back wheels. It's not, like that's it. All. Yeah, lost. we lost all traction there for a few minutes. I'm, I'm just kicking up. I'm just kicking up gravel all over the place. So I, we weren't moving. Uh, all right, so just spinning the wheel. Your, va- your vacation was good, yeah. I had a great. Vacation. Okay, great. That's good. All right, so now before we get into this, we should announce our phone number, Greg. We have a new yeah. phone number. Remember, <laughs> we worked uh, on that last week. Yes, I do. <laughs> and we went over so many. We were having such a good time laughing about the absurdity that we were making out of it. I have uh, you forgot. forgotten you forgot what it. it was. Okay. So, the new Mike, <laughs> bless you. The new MiceCast voicemail line and phone number. Write it down. 830-4-DF-POOP. Oh, yes. Oh, and true MiceCast fashion. It's 830-4-DF-POOP. And I'm going to sign in real quick. I should probably and, write that and, down. And give you the actual number. 830-433-7667. 830-4-DF-POOP. I have no place to write it down. I'll do it later. That's It's funny. on the website. If you go to MiceCast.com and click the Contact Us link, uh, it's right there. Actually, there's a it's it's a it's a Google Voice number, right? So if you click the the Contact tab at the top, the the phone number's there, or you can click this little Call Me thing, and it brings up a little uh, menu where you punch totally. in your phone number, and it, it'll call me and you at the same time and connect us. Oh, very cool! Yeah. Has Blondie up there? Call me. Yeah. Well, okay. you know. So anyway, eight three zero four D F poop. Call us. <laughs> uh, leave us messages. Oh, and the great, cool thing is that they're real easy to download, so we can play them and add them to the show. That is priceless. So just yeah. like Jack FM. <laughs> so eight three zero four D F poop. Eight three zero four three three seven six six seven. Give us a call. All right. So right. on on to more. Re- uh, more shaft bashing? Is that is that what we've got no, up on? No, no, let's... Oh, you don't um, do shaft bashing yet? Okay. Let's quickly look at uh, some of the mail, see if we can just quickly uh, uh, get through some of this. I think some of them will have to be their own show because they were... Um, well, oh, let's see. We, let me just go now. We did... That's the one about the uh, animal, the, the deer park. So let's see. That's a baby on board. Okay, we did that, or we decided not to talk about it yet. Uh Camp Snoopy, Nickelodeon Universe. Oh my God! Minnesota guy. Did you, yeah, you got this. It was August sixth. Um, Thomas. Oh, this should be quick and easy. I've never heard this before. I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, let's see. It went to Mousebusters at Mice Castle. Yes, it should have been uh, disseminated to all of us, right? Correct. And, we, and we we must say that Tom receives the DF Poop Award for being the first guy to use Mousebusters at Mice Castle. I think. <laughs> Right, we'll have to make up a no, steaming no. pile of DF poop for somebody. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, here it goes. I saw something that said when Tom Sawyer's Island was opened up 
Walt Disney made an agreement with the state of Missouri to annex it to them. And when you step onto the island, you are no longer in California. Is this true? Tom from Minnesota. That can't be true. Uh, There's no can't way. Do that. I'm sure it could be done. Cities do this all the time by exchanging properties. But it sounds unreasonable. But the problem is I don't know that we could really uh, ultimately prove it as a no. no I, I, I can do it on one simple thing. If you, How? If that were to be true then that means that Disneyland would no longer have to pay taxes on that property to the state of California, and they would be paying taxes on that property to the state of Missouri. Do you think California is going to let that happen? Well, you know, cities change these kind of things around for the city taxes. It sounds totally absurd. Um, It's like when they had the mayor of New Orleans out for the dedication of New Orleans Square. doesn't mean that we gave it and it's actually... You know, uh, Louisiana property, but you know, it sounds very far fetched. I don't buy it, but if I remember correctly, during the opening of the island, they did have a boy and a girl from Hannibal, Missouri, that represented Tom Sawyer and Becky Thatcher there at the opening with Walt Disney. But no, I that no, no, I can't, I I can't be right. (laughs) So we'll leave it at that. Prove us wrong. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's right. Prove us wrong. Okay, so that's good. Um, this and is and no- honestly, if, if somebody does prove us wrong, we'll put it on the air that so that we get the facts straight. But right yeah. now, it's thumbs down. All right. This one is more of a um, C. We told you so or you were wrong. But um, uh, hey, guys, greeting once again from Minnesota. Is this the same guy? No, this is Spence. Um, deep in the heart of flyover country. I just listened up. Oh, I just finished listening up. Or what? You gonna, ah, I'm, you, I'm seeing this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm making sure I read along with you. I was just. Oh, okay, catching, okay. okay. Greeting once again from Minnesota, deep in the heart of flyover country. You know, somebody actually asked me on Twitter the other day what that meant. Was that Grumpwurst or was it I Pioneer? It no, I think it was Grumpwurst. Okay. Um, <laughs> It might have been Pioneer, but anyways, yeah. I just finished up listening to the early summer review episode where you discussed the merits of the Magical Fireworks Show, or lack thereof. You guys mentioned how you didn't like the selection of music because it was just a rehash of Disney stuff. Mike mentioned that the show was bookended by original music. Well, I hate to say it, but even the It's Magical pieces show have been recycled from prior Disney Park shows. They're not original to the Magical Fireworks Show. I don't think I've heard this fact mentioned anywhere, so here are the details, Mike. Okay, it says, The It's Magical song was originally created for Tokyo Disneyland's 10th anniversary celebration in 1993 and was used in a show on the stage in front of the castle. Holy cow, no wonder I never heard of it. All right, minor changes were made to the show and it was run in Epcot in 1994 as Splashtacular. The show was performed performed around the Future World Fountain. I have memories of seeing it as a kid. Most notably, I remember the weird metal T-Rex-headed robot thing that came out of the bushes. A little bit of trivia for you. That particular figure still resides in Walt Disney World. (laughs) If something came out of the bushes here in California, people would be running and screaming. (laughs) The particular particular (laughs) figure will still reside in Walt Disney World outside one of the buildings in the shop area back behind Magic Kingdom. So he has some links here to some YouTube videos, which I'll have to watch. The only video you can find is Splashtacular was from an Inside Out show. And then he has some show audio he could share with us. Uh, oh, he'll send us a big MP3. I'll have to arrange that. And then uh, he's got a shot of the 
of the thing from a Bing, from like a satellite view, you know? And so it says, just so just not a piece of magical rehash. The entire show is reimagined from prior Disney material. Gotta love that or not. Cheers, Spence. Yeah. So, so I, I had I no, no friggin' idea, but, you know, I have no frame of reference for Tokyo stuff. Well, yeah, so, I, I know very little about Tokyo shows. I've seen a lot of the park pictures and attraction stuff, but as far as shows, yeah, I wouldn't have had a clue on that. Don't really keep up on those parks for that. What were you going to uh, say, Richard? I was going to say is... True. Okay. Uh, you know, like I, I have same as you. I don't have any references to the Tokyo shows or the other shows there. Um, but regardless, that being true, um, I think our cons- our complaint, our concern on it was that the music that they're using on the Magic Show was, in essence, sixties or seventies, just redigitized. It wasn't. Thank you. Thank you very much. Come on. It's not about it's not about you. It's about the music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It it, it just it would have been nice to have a reorchestration of the. I mean, it's we can use the same songs from Mary Poppins. It would have just been nice to have a reorchestration of it rather than use the original orchestrations from back in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, uh, it, it, the music might be good. It just doesn't inspire you the way it's scored. Uh, like I, yeah. I think and "Fantasy in the Sky" and the the old "Wonderful World" of Disney uh, theme used existing music we loved, but the way it was scored um, really, you know, I wouldn't say bring a tear to your eye, but it's it's you know it's very cool. It, you it it's it makes you snap your fingers and go, yeah, this is good. The other, you know, that magical though, you know, I've seen it was it four times now. I've actually seen it right in front of the castle with a group of. Um, um, I think they were Walt Disney World News Today podcast or uh, website guys. They they had a meet out there. Uh, so I've now seen it behind the, the hub and, and right in front of the castle. And my opinions went up a couple notches. Not a lot because it's still not the best show they've ever done. Not the worst. But, um, you know, Dumbo's anticlimactic. The music is – there's some snoring parts. Um, so anyways, it's just – you know my thoughts. Oh, okay, so it's growing on you. Is that where is that where we're getting I, with this? I don't know if I'd go that far as growing, but it's not as bad as it looked from Plaza in. How's that? Okay. All right. All right. We've got one from uh, Bill. He's got a great email. Uh, you should have got this. His actual email. I won't repeat it online because he doesn't want to be, you know, bombarded with the thousands and hundreds of thousands of listeners sending him email. Uh, um, Bill, huh? Bill. You well, see that one? No. Oh, you should have it. Well, this this is going to be something for you because I, I really don't know. I don't check our website out that much. Hey, guys. Anyway, to find your archives from episode 72 and before, I've only found a couple available for download. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Okay. I have want to hear more. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. So I don't know if you need to do something. Uh, okay. Well, when uh, – Well, can you explain to him where they are, where he might have missed sure. them? Okay. So, you know, we used to run the the podcast feed out of a blog blogspot site, right? And they got converted to WordPress that I manage myself. So now I can just make one post and have the show done instead of having to make two or three posts to get a show out. Yeah. Do you know, have you ever tried to, uh, to interrupt you here, but have you ever tried to pre-schedule a podcast, a WordPress post? Because with the system I'm using, it will post the thing saying the podcast is there, but it loses the attachment of the file that you might have attached a few days earlier. 
so you could you know schedule a time and and date for it to release. Everything works except for the audio, and I have to go back and reattach the audio. No, I've not uh, tried timing time release. I just make the post and That's let it go. But anyway, so when that got converted, uh, some of the older shows got you know put back in and. S- some of the ones in the middle have not. <laughs> that's you know it's so. really time consuming to do that. And I, I know when I did it though, there was a there was an importer. I, I was able to yeah, suck in. It, it imported. It imported all the posts. You're absolutely right. It did that, but it did not grab the attachments. Oh yeah. Okay. It didn't, gotcha. it didn't grab the, the audio files. Yeah, so. you're, you're right. You're right. Because I had to go back and attach every single show one okay. by one and every single logo one by one. Uh, and, right. what, and what show number are you up to? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what, what show number are we up to, by the this'll way? Be, well, uh, this will probably be like 135. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so we can go yeah. into syndication now. Yeah, yeah. okay. So anyway, um, yeah, the old shows, if you go to uh, – let's see. Do I have – I might have to put a link on the site to the old stuff. I mean, but if you want to – if you want to just download them directly, you could put you know micecast.com forward slash micecast a number dot mp3 and it'll start playing. You know they're they're all there still. You guys there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, listening. Uh, okay. I thought, uh, I thought we had a problem. All right. So anyway, yeah. Uh, I'll put a link to because they're still at Blogspot. I want to say they're still at the micecast blog. Micecast.blogspot.com. Yeah, the last the last show there is one fifteen, and so you can get all the ones all the way up to um, January of two thousand nine are all there. Other okay, that. so, so, so you'll, you, you'll slowly try to fix that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I was like trying to do ten at a time at one point. It just got tedious. So yes, yeah, it's, it's time. It's you know, it's almost something you got to plop your ass in front of the tube one night when there's a show you're watching. Just cut, sit there, paste, cut, paste. Yeah, yeah. It, oh yeah, it's it's, anno- yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> so anyway, well, you know, so. once you get that one string, you just keep editing the the number of the show. It's but it's still um, correct if you have a name that way. It's still time consuming and. Uh, Okay, should we move on to – oh, no, actually, I got one other little thing. I was going to do this on my other show, but I've decided not to, and I thought I'd throw it out to you guys and see what you think. Um, and then we'll get on to the big thing, which is, let's say, the, the, crew, de, the crew de gras or whatever for the gras, show. Okay. Um, I was watching – I was on, on the website Widen Your World, which is all about Walt Disney World, things that are gone, things that have never been built, things like that. Um, they had some video links, and I happened to link to a video by Patrick Hurd, and I was—I think it was at the last Friends of the Magic. It was, a, a, you know, secrets and trivia around the park. I, I wanted to go on it so to see if I could, you know, you know, see if I thought everything was true. You know, just maybe, you know, be the guy like the two guys in the Muppet movie, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, see what he had to say. It might be interesting. Uh, I did. I wasn't there to sandbag it or anything, or didn't want to be. But uh, anyways, missed it. But anyways, he was in. They did one portion. It was just Frontierland. So I'm going to ask you some questions, both of you guys, and tell me if you've ever heard any of this, or if you even think it's logical. Because there's a couple of the things that just make no sense to me from a practical sense. Not okay. that Disney's always practical, but let's look at it. Okay, for one, we know where the former mine train is, is now the location of Big Thunder Mountain. No questions asked. Okay. Now, I was always under the impression, but I've been looking at some aerial maps. I'm going to do an overlay. I haven't done the overlay yet, but um, 
I was always under the impression that the little town, um, Rainbow Ridge, didn't actually move. The, the buildings are still where they originally were. <clears throat> but it, it looks like it, they may have moved because I, I was thinking they were in the same spot. So where load unload is now isn't quite the same spot as where load unload was uh, for the mine train. But, you know, it's been a long time since I've ridden the mine train. Um, so, yeah. I was told by one of the guys that worked on the attraction that, yeah, it's they're almost in the exact same spot. The biggest change was they were turned like about 70 or 80 degrees from what they were originally facing. Yeah, and a few of them are missing. I think there was a church and there or a schoolhouse. There's there's a few yeah. of them that aren't there anymore. They just it, couldn't have them all. Um, it was originally like almost if you take the last when you're looking at them, if you take the last building on the left and you move it that way and then just twist it so that it's sticking out over the queue, that was about where the position was according to what Yeah, well the the train left in a northerly uh <clears throat> northerly uh, direction, I believe. So it's, you know, the orientation of how the trains leave now is a little different. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's hard to tell because I think the aerial picture I was looking at was prior to uh, moving the track for the railroad uh, to make room for a small world. Uh, it was a little tight in the back area and they had, and of course, it was the old fantasy land, so there's no pathway yet. So it, you were looking at the, the mine train and it might have even been before its expansion. <clears throat> so, you know, that one, you know, that's, that's like neither here nor there. Not a big deal. I'm just trying to lay some groundwork. And also, he talked about you know the old track and where he used to go out by Twin Sister Falls and all that, and you know whether or not his reason of why it was torn down to our reason is one hundred percent you know accurate. We know it's not there anymore, and it's gone, and blah blah blah. Right? No big deal. Okay. <clears throat> now we've all walked on Big Thunder Trail hundreds of times. Um, there is a rock formation back there that we have um, affectionately referred to as the Guardian of Forever. <laughs> okay. Right? Right? Yeah. Now, Patrick claimed that those were original, which I think is a partial truth, and that they used to have rolling rocks on them, and the mechanisms are probably still there. Now, I've went through a lot, a lot of footage and pictures of the mine train, and I don't see any indication that those two rocks were the ones that had anything that moved on them. So I think he may be slightly mistaken there. Not, not a big deal, because there were rolling rocks in the general vicinity. Yeah. I, I think the rolling rocks were where they were is pretty much where the backside of Big Thunder is over by the possum and the goat yeah. area. <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was getting there, but you know, it's, but if you look at the way those rocks are themed now compared to the way they were themed then, I think, uh, how, how could you say it? They may have left the framework, but broke all the concrete off of it and redone them because obviously we're now themed to um, Bryce, Canyon. Uh, Bryce Canyon. And back then it wasn't themed to Bryce Canyon. And if you look at the, the rock work and the, the photographs, even the black and white ones, you, you notice the roughly the same shape of the Guardian Forever thing. But it's, it's, um, if you look at the rocks, there's much less detail. It's, they're a little flatter, almost you know, like a, a stone that's been sheared versus worn by weather, if you will. Okay. Um, anyway, so that may be a slight, you know, again, over time, you tend to think or saw things that aren't quite there. Um, <clears throat> okay, so, but leading to that point, he was saying that the area, which is now Big Thunder Ranch, was the Painted Desert, which is correct. And that it was at a lower elevation. So, to fill it up, they, 
they took all the extra animals that weren't, again, I'm using air quotes, weren't shipped to Florida for their big thunder, which I don't buy in my air quotes. Um, the animals that weren't shipped were thrown in the pit and they just filled up over it. Uh, like dead animals are buried at Big Thunder Ranch? Is that well, uh, dead animatronic, if you will. Uh, oh, I hell call no. Them audio animatronic because oh. most of them just had repeating movements. No, no. I sincerely doubt Walt Disney Company would well, throw away stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, well, I, I, so, I, some I things say, don't work anymore. Fine. But here, here's my problem. There's parts that are recyclable or something. Well, okay. Here's my problem. The scrap value alone. <laughs> you don't... Okay, it, it it wasn't intended to be a landfill. They knew they were going to do something with it, either the um, uh, Discovery Bay or something, yeah. right? Yep. Okay, right. you can't even, and it doesn't look like it, the, the elevation is that much different, but it might be, you know, and that's not really a big deal. Um, or you know, I may misquote some construction techniques and get corrected by somebody again, but I don't really care. You usually, you know, you wouldn't build on a landfill without excavating a landfill, um, because things are going to break down in there. So you're not going to have good compaction. Get sinkholes, whatever. Yeah. You know, if you got metal in there, the metal's going to rust. It's going to break down. All the the exterior skin stuff they use, whether it's rubber, whatever stuff's going to decompose. It doesn't make sense to just fill it up because shortly thereafter, they were opening the ranch and they had a building on it. It just doesn't make a lot of logical sense. Yeah, you I was, dump animatronic animals in there because, as we know, <laughs> yeah, Richard, you're absolutely right. We see all of the the extras. I'm air quoting um, and retired again. Air quoting animatronics from different attractions in the back in the cycle shops and yeah. animation shops. They don't uh, even the broken stuff sits around for years in the back deteriorating. They don't throw them in holes to let them deteriorate. No, because I think the I think the construction aspects of it are, are make it too tenuous. I mean, it makes it too too much of an unknown. Well, plus I don't think it was that much of a different in level that no, you're, you'd have. It's not like it was a huge you know hole to throw stuff in. At the most, you might be talking two or three feet and different in elevation. That's not really deep enough to throw. Well, you could scrape one one high spot down into a low spot, right? You you could you could. By the way, now here, you, go ahead, Richard. I was going to say, first of all, you're absolutely right. I mean, this goes right into that old uh, story of there's bodies in Hoover Dam. You can't <laughs> yeah, do that you know, because yeah. the concrete won't cure properly if you left the body. You can't do that. Well, your I think it would cure, but the problem is you're, you're, it's going to decompose and end up a hole. Yeah, yeah. You end up a hole. But it's also like the, the reason the, the Hoover Dam, now, I'm not sure about modern dams, but let's just talk about the Hoover Dam because we've been on the dam tour and we know a little bit about the dam. Um, there's not even any uh, metal. There's no metal reinforcement, no rebar in the Hoover Dam. It's strictly concrete and shitloads of concrete. And part of it is because of the water uh, content against it. They don't want it to rust. They don't want it to deteriorate inside, you know, all that. So, anyways. So, moving on. I got a funny little... But I was going to throw in real quick. um, I'll tell you, that's not true because I watched when they, just recently when they redid the restaurant out there, they had to dig down and take the top two or three feet off while they recompacted it and redid uh, uh, some plumbing and wiring out there. So Well, I'm sure... And he then when might. they built it, 
built in the uh, festival arena, what was that, about 15 years ago or so. Again, <laughs> watching them as they sunk down and put the stuff, that's just dirt out there. What I think might have started some of this, remember the old muck pit that's on the other side of the berm that was the yeah, soil stationary? Yeah. A lot of things got thrown out there, and what they later had to do is they had to go out there and re-clean it and uh, uh, do a whole environmental thing out there. Hazardous now that's place. Ha- yeah, has waste and everything else. That might have kind of gotten blended into the idea that this that muck pit was where Big Thunder Ranch is. But even the the uh, old muck pit that's been completely cleaned out, and you got an entire environmental uh, station out. Yeah, there. I mean it's possible, and I'm sure you know he might even back up his story, saying you know, he was told by someone, or hey, by the time they built the, the the ranch, they they dug that stuff out. It was a temporary thing. It just you know it, to me it doesn't make a lot of sense, and I can't find any. You know, when, uh, even most of the the, the mousebusters we get, there is somewhere out in the internet that someone's talked about it. That's why people are talking about it. And this is an absolute out-of-nowhere um, thing I've heard, and I couldn't find anything to back it up. I just use a little bit of uh, my rudimentary construction knowledge, thinking that's not a smart thing to do. Because anytime we do build on landfills, they're usually dug out, recompacted. Um, you know, yeah, because you've got to have stable ground to be able to set well, your yeah, building. Yeah, you go through all your soil tests and all that. It's just not smart to do. It's not to say that I haven't, you know, on my base, if an aircraft crashed, you know where the leftover parts went? Right there. <laughs> they dug a hole and they got buried. No, not always right there. We had an area where wait, we... Wait a second. No, that, dug. Are you sure about that? I mean, they didn't what? They didn't try to take the parts to a hangar and recreate the, the cause of the... Well, a- a- after all that's done, like we had a big tanker crash. Um, you know, months later, wheels, you know, parts and stuff ended up in a big. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. landfill. Where did, yeah. where, did landfill. Cha- where did the uh, space shuttle Challenger end up after all the, uh, all the uh, test and uh, examinations? I'm not sure if they're done with that one. Are they? No, the Challenger. The Challenger, the I, one that I'm landed, you know, came, came apart in Texas, Oklahoma, <laughs> you know, Arkansas. So the one that blew up, it got dumped in a uh, old, uh, unused uh, missile silo there at the Cape. Now, I was told that we had an SR crash at the end of the runway, and it was buried right there. Um, you know, the military, especially back in the day, wasn't always known for, you know, a lot of his investigations. Oh, <laughs> you know, it crashed, dig a hole, bury it. We don't want to know anything about it. You know, here's the letter to your your parents or your wife, and sorry, <laughs> but you know, there was an accident, and, you know, that's that's about the end of it. But the uh, what? <laughs> the Pentagon uh Oh, jeez, now I just blew the whole joke. The and Pentagon regrets to inform you that your friend that that your your son died because they're died stupid. They're stupid, yeah, exactly. Thank you very much, Mike. Though, here, here's a funny story about Big Thunder. Um, or not Big Thunder, the mine train. I just got to tell you. And I, I may not, I'm probably not going to do it justice, but you, we all know about the club. They had the the Order of the Red Handkerchief, or uh, uh, a handkerchief or bandana, whatever, you know, for some of the original guys. And then later you had to be inducted and invited into it. But there was this one semi-famous lead. And by this time, the spiel was canned. You know, you, you got in, everybody sat down, you pushed the button, and you just drove. All you had to make sure is you weren't in another zone that you weren't supposed to be in, two trains in the same block, blah, blah, blah. You didn't spiel. But this one uh, guy says, yeah, the lead came over and says, hey, just drive. I'm going to spiel. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, he says, I'm, you know, he was the lead, so I said, fine. <laughs> that would be bells, bells and flags yeah. going on in the back right. of my head. <laughs> so the, the guy is starting out by, you know, I'm like, whoever, doing his whole thing says, and I hate snakes. I'm terrified of snakes. So if you see a snake, let me know. 
So they get to the falls. Again, I'm, I'm terrified of snakes. Look, I, there's those. Watch out! Those rocks are coming down. I hate snakes. I'm terrified of snakes. Let me know if you see snakes. Get into Bear Valley. All, you know this rickety bridge, but I, I hate snakes. Scared of snakes. You know, <laughs> blah blah blah. Keeps this going. They get out to the desert, and there's there's snakes. There's rubber snakes and stuff out there. So supposedly, <laughs> the train has stopped. The people are like, hey, look, there's snakes. He jumps out, grabs one of the big rubber snakes. And starts wrestling it on the ground. It's on top of him. Then he's on top of it. And blah, blah, blah. And then he's, he, he picks it up by the head and just starts, or by the tail, just starts smashing its head into the ground. He's beating it and beating. Goes through all this and drops the snake. Walks back into the train. Train keeps on going. He never says another word about a snake <laughs> through the whole rest of the speed. <laughs> I could actually uh, that, believe that. If, that. if that were true, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I no, I can believe that. I I can believe that story happening because yeah, that's the type that, of stuff. Do you think on. that guy yeah. have a job though after that? Well, back then, yeah. yes. Now, yes. no. But this that was a whole different time, and that that was what was kind of interesting it, about this one website is, you know, a lot of people viewed the mind train as an equivalent, if not a higher level. Than the Jungle Cruise, you know, you, this was a unique attraction. Okay, okay. I can buy that in, the, you know, in that time. And, yeah, yeah. And that people were are still today upset by its loss. That you know, why do we have to compete with Knots or Magic Mountain have the latest thrill ride? What was wrong with this attraction? Why couldn't they have just upgraded it? Because they had done a couple upgrades, added some dinosaur bones, I think, and they, you know, they it went from the original Mine Train through uh, Rainbow Caverns to the Painted Desert, and they expanded it. Blah blah blah. I, you know, the original impressions of Big Thunder was it was going to take up as much space as the original attraction, and it, I believe it originally was supposed to. But they went through like scaled back. Yeah. Well, they also I was reading something by Tony Baxter. Where he said this is the first attraction they used computer uh, to help them design the track. So he would do a design, the computer would reject it. They'd do another one, the computer rejected. They built like I think I don't know four to nine models trying to, you know, physical models, trying to get the computer to accept things. And finally, we have what we have now. Um, so, yeah, it sounds like it got scaled back quite a bit. But um, but anyways, you know, so, again, here's the one last thing, after I told that funny story, that was an odd thing out of Patrick's um, spiel. And this was having to do with uh, Golden Horseshoe. You have any idea, Richard, where I'm going? If anybody, I would think. No, absolutely not. Okay. According to Patrick, Walt says, "I, you know, um, golf is working on exteriors for Main Street, I believe." And he comes to to a golf. I forget what his. I'm losing his first name. Harper. At, uh, Harper, Harper Golf. Is that Harper Golf? And says to Harper, "I want." the inside of my Golden Horseshoe re- review to look like Calamity Jane, the set on Calamity Jane. That's what I want. N- not knowing that Harper was the set designer for Calamity Jane, uh, amongst some other very famous films. Now, I did a lot, because I heard that, I'm like, I've never heard that before. So I did a lot of research. I can't find, I found one instance of that particular storytelling. I found about 10, well, maybe that might be a little large. I found a fair amount of a slightly different story, which was <clears throat> uh, Walt um, wanted him to do the interior. 
he went to his archives, Harper this is, he still had his original blueprints of what he did for Calamity Jane and took them to Walt and says, how about this? And Walt's like, yes, do that. That's great. And it's an exact duplication of uh, even, even though the mile-long the mile bar, I'm air quoting, is 5.8 scale according to this one website. But the interior is an exact duplication of the set from Calamity Jane because Harper Golf was the designer for Calamity Jane's set. Uh, but I don't, I've only found one sort of mention that you know, Walt said, I wanted a Calamity Jane versus much more versions saying Walt wanted Harper to work on it. And Harper had done this and like, hey, you know, this is going to save me a lot of time. I already have a blueprint. Walt, you like it? Nice. Yeah, I love it. Go with it. So have you guys ever heard any of that? I, I have heard something no. about the connection between the set designs, but I haven't heard exactly which, you know, I haven't heard the details that you were just going through on there. Okay. Well, I guess, it, you know, in the long run, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's like all these other myths and Disney, you know, the things we were busting, the, uh, the, I, the basketball court. You know, it's partly true. Yeah, there is a hoop up there. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I'm just going to throw in, I'm going to, I would tend to lean towards the majority of the story that you've heard, the majority of the stories that you've heard that Harper went in and grabbed the blueprints and said, how's this look type deal? Um and, and you know, I, on the other hand, think about it. So the way they all these stories were told, the exterior is already being worked on, which I have a hard time yeah. believing. That okay, we happen to have enough space left to do this exact replica versus, you know, we're going to do this, um, and this this golden horseshoe, this this uh, old western stage and bar. What can we do? Well, we need it. You know, Harper says I've got this blueprint. We need it to be at least this big. You know. Yeah. And and. I could picture Walt going up. To, I wanted to look like Calamity Jane said, knowing that because I can't picture Walt not knowing and not realizing that. Yeah, I, you would think as a as a guy that was in the film industry would kind of know, especially the background, the background of his. Yeah, I mean, it sounded there. good, but I couldn't find anything to sub, uh, support that. Uh, though you know, I, who knows? It's it's hard to say. You know, when you're. Uh, how many movies are made in Walt's lifetime? How many different set designers? I mean. Was Calamity Jane that big a movie that everybody knew who the set designer on it versus how many people knew the set designer for African Queen, let's say, or you know, another movie Calam- of much Calamity greater Jane fame? Was a, very, was a very big movie in its day. Uh, not what I read, but that's okay. It's all about opinion anyways, right? That's right. All right. I got um, right there. Well, yeah. Let's move on to the big coup de gras. <laughs> the coup de gras. Coup de gras. <laughs> this uh, Richard, we we um, we got this post in our mailbag number nine form, and um, we know you never go there. So here it is: the ark in construction was found as early as the Middle Bronze Age, roughly four thousand years ago. True construction domes eighty one hundred years ago have been found in Mesopotamia, made of brick uh, uh, mud bricks. Yet Greg is convinced, all capitalized, that Space Mountain using reinforced concrete and structural welded steel, can't possibly have an unsupported roof. Nice. However, Greg is correct that Space Mountain's roof is un- is supported. Four large pillars support the flat ceiling, so perhaps Greg's no effing way is more towards the fact that the roof is supported, not that it had to be. Okay, so here's the next paragraph. Oh, you blew it. I typed you how to do this, and then you blew it. <laughs> what? Don't you, you ever to... listen to John and Ken? Do you think that they, they you know, set uh, this stuff? I mean, 
Yeah, but it's it's see, you're, you're talking. You know. <laughs> I was ready. Yeah, All right, so this is hay shaft. That's you, Richard, right? Yes. 15 <laughs> feet down using the 100-foot radius of Space Mountain. Now, Greg, you say he's this. I, I, I found our Disneyland Space Mountain is uh, a radius of 100 feet, so now okay. I have to look up to see what Disneyland okay, is. Okay, so using 100-foot radius of Space Mountain is 471,000 cubic feet of Earth. And you get this by simple math, pi r squared times the height, right? So right. 3.14 times 10,000, which is you know 100 squared, times 15. That's a standard 47,100 10-wheel dump truck loads, which are 10 cubic yard load volumes. The refurb of April 10th of 2003 to July 15th of 2005 was 827 days, which is roughly 57 truckloads per day round the clock. That's one truckload every 24 minutes for the entire refurb time. If they fill it back in, then double the volume which means one truck every 12 minutes, 24 hours a day, for 827 days. Not bloody likely. Hey, I can only hey, tell Greg. you what I saw. <laughs> hey, hey, Greg, but. Playhouse Disney has benches for you geezers at the back <laughs> of the room. For those, who show, uh, for those who the show is for, toddlers, and who also have the rare ability to rise in their own power, <laughs> my demographic, it harkens back to preschool and kindergarten, which is the show that is actually geared for. Oh, it says, looks like the equator crossing experiences were good for my crepe eating at the fair. <laughs> uh, and 70-inch plasma weighs about 250 pounds, same as one rider, laughing out loud, takes some seats out to adjust. Very fun show, guys. And then the last comment is, someone please read this on the next show or next oh, yeah. mail back, because there's no way Shaft is going to read this here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, of course, we all responded to, to let him know. So, you know, because, you know, he's referring to our argument about how much dirt was pulled out. Yeah, the okay. radius for, the for Disney World is 163 um, wow. feet, by the way. Yeah, that's, that's, that's 20 huge. more feet across. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. 160 feet? Yeah, 120 a, feet more know, across. It's, it's, wow. 63, it's 63 feet radius. Radius. Yeah. radius. So, so t- double that for the diameter. Yeah. feet Correct. larger wow. than the diameter, yeah. Okay, so first, okay, let's knock a few things off. Okay, I don't think, I think our argument about the plasma wasn't so much about could the cabinets handle the weight? Because I don't think that's a problem at all. It was more like the shaking and the... It's, you know, would the plasma handle the uh, abuse it would take? How long is that attraction? What? Four minutes? Eight minutes? Eight Four minutes. minutes? Yeah. Which one? Yeah, 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 yeah which one, Richard? Four or eight? It's, it's uh, just over four. It's about four and a half minutes. Not quite four and a half minutes. Okay. It's like four twenty something. So huh. yeah, I don't. There's no because obviously the film uh, projector and all that probably weighs far more than what a plasma does. Yeah. I, I oh yeah. The cabin, the, ca- the film cabinet alone is over a thousand pounds. Yeah. yeah so, but it's, it's but it's, on, it's hung on the back, you know, and yeah, it helps I, with the weight yeah, and balance. Yeah, but you rebalance. It's not a big deal. That it's all hydraulics. You can redo that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think you need to take a seat out. Yo, Polly. He was a guy that oh, uh, did close. You, you know, we, I was more concerned about with the the plasma, though. Maybe it didn't come across quite that way. Would it take the abuse of the shaking around more so than the weight of it? So, no. So yeah. not not a lot to beat up on here, but yeah. Basically, what I would just say is go take the two hundred seventy pound uh, plasma screen. Mount it upside down on the ceiling of your car, and then go find the biggest speed bumps and do about thirty miles an hour back and forth across them. 
Um, that's now, where my why, that's where why, my why would I do that to my my plasma? The, that, that's exactly why what I was getting at when I was saying I can't, couldn't picture the mounting of the plasma. It's not that it can't be done. Yeah, I, I can't picture you I, mounting a plasma either. That's just not in my. <laughs> Okay. Okay, we're not right, even so- going to cover Playhouse Disney. I think that's enough said. Now, okay, for, before we get to the the <laughs> the math, I want to go back up to the um, uh, the part about the unsupported or supported roof. Now, I'm I'm real close to giving Richard the uh, yes, I was wrong. Uh, oh, it's unsupported. Oh. I was going to go out and write it today, and then I heard how bad the uh, crowds were. How, how heavy the crowds were, and my back was killing me. So I thought the combination of those two would not make for a good day uh, to stop by the park. Uh, I've been looking online for construction photos of Disneyland Space Mountain, which are very hard, if not impossible, to find. In fact, one picture that said it was Disneyland was actually Walt Disney World. Okay, I know Walt Disney World has four pylons supporting its roof. Absolutely. Right. It's in pictures. Uh, yeah. Very yeah. easy to find. Very easy I, to spot. Yeah, I cannot find any construction photos of Disneyland's other than one I found that showed, uh, unlike Disney World's, I think they were dropping in concrete, uh, reinforced concrete beams that run up to the roof. Uh, Disneyland's looked like they were dropping in steel I-beams, which were later covered uh, with some other material. So... um, that was about the only picture that showed anything of construction, you know, of any clarity. Nothing that really showed the inside. So then I started looking for those pictures that people have snapped when the attraction has gone one-on-one. And I did find one or two of those, but still not a lot of clarity. So I kept trying to think back to when I've seen it like that. And I want to say, you know... Unless there's one right in the middle, painted pretty dark, that I've overlooked, he, he might be correct that there are no pillars or caissons going all the way up to the top there. But, on the other hand, this is not a domed roof in the type that we were referring to. You know, most of those dome roofs are domes. So, the, the you know, all, now I don't know what Polly's background, if he's an engineer, then, you know, he can correct me. Uh, I was actually going to go talk to an engineer friend of mine because we have nothing better to do than shoot the shit. Since well, he's actually he actually has some work, just not very much, and I have no work, so I've got plenty of time. And you know, show him and ask him because you know I had in my mind um, a system that would work. Though I also had in my mind Disney Worlds, which had four uh, columns. So I kind of put one and two together and figured they were both similar, though their the size is different. Then I started to think. Over this week that, you know, Disneyland's has other buildings around it that can help support um, or I should say resist the um, lateral reactions and stuff you might be getting. But this is not a dome in a sense of a true dome. It's it's more like a teepee. Yeah, the reactions are a little different. Okay, it's it's you know, a dome is 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 not only circular, but, you know, domes up like an arch. This doesn't. Now, I could see a ring in the middle and all of these beams, you know, steel beams going up to that ring welded there. But you got to remember the reaction that they're going to be giving to the exterior wall, right? So now there's probably lintels between, in fact, uh, I think it's 35 feet between each, um, every other pillar. I did find 
you know, on the exterior wall because, uh, let's see, is that, yeah, that's Disneyland's. Okay. I've got, yeah, 35 feet, so half of that, like 17 feet, about every 17 feet, there's a exterior uh, pillar, if you will, around the edge. And then they've just got like a corrugated metal in between those to cover it up. So in between every one of those, there's got to be a lintel. Now, those pillars got to be pretty deep to resist the forces of it wanting to push out. Because it's going to naturally want to push out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're right. It's, it's, it's not a dome in the truest sense in that a dome, the pressures that are placed on wanting to, on what gravity is putting on it, that pressure is directed into a straight uh, vertical up and down. That's the whole purpose of the dome is to put that pressure straight up and down. In this case, yeah, you are going to get pressures that want to push out onto the uh, uh, X and Y axis on the uh, structure, but that can be compensated for. Yeah, so, yes, and um, around the, like I say, there would have to be pretty decent-sized lintels going between the, the columns, and those columns probably are pretty deep. And, you know, like I say, in my mind, I was thinking about one, and I, over, I, I definitely overreacted with the fuck no, because I was partly thinking of uh, Disney World, to be quite honest, with those four pillars that have been, you know, very clear in a lot of pictures. I was looking at my construction, uh, building construction illustrated, but there's no domes. It must be in my architectural history book somewhere around here. But, you know, yeah, and talk something, you're getting vertical, um, reacts resting on something, you're getting vertical um, reaction. It's going straight up and down, but there are also lateral reactions higher up. In fact, one of them I was reading about is, you know, a the guy that figured it out something to do with chains, you know, in the top and how they formed it. You gotta, you really gotta admit for their time they were, you know, way ahead because some of those buildings are still standing. And of course, we don't build things that stand very long no. anymore. But that's you know, well, the, all, all the uh, all the principles on the math that figured all that out are all Greek names. The Greeks figured all a lot of this out, you know, three thousand years ago or more. True, but you know what I'm getting at. You know, well, part of it is you know you could put a whole um, generation to work building these things and build them for years. We Greeks want things like up, you said, the Mesopotamians and all that. Yeah, you know, we want things up right away. You know, and uh, yeah, this is true. There, there, there was a certain artwork to the way their structure was. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is, and you know, it's, and you know, architect means master builder. These guys weren't just designers of pictures. They they were builders. That's um, you know, they just stood up the steel shed in the weekend. <laughs> the yeah, well, they didn't, they didn't just draw pictures. You know, an architect was a master builder. He knew everything. Now things have become more specialized. You know, I'll admit, my, my knowledge is in the areas I've worked. You know, I have no um, OSHPOD knowledge, which is occupational safety and health is what covers hospitals. I can't get hired for guys that do OSHPOD work because I have no experience in it. It's one of those, you know, catch-22. How are you going to get experience? Yeah. Yeah. Right? But also, I'm not st- I can't take a $10 an hour job to get experience either. Just, you know, wouldn't pay the bills. But, you know, it's, it's uh, I don't, you know, we get some engineering knowledge to pass our test, uh, which I haven't passed that particular test yet. <laughs> Might be obvious. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'll, I may never use it again. I only know less. I can count the amount of architects that know engineering and do their own on one hand. And as the codes get stricter and stricter, and as the whole nation is going to have to take on the California code, which is kind of jacked for those poor states who don't really need our code. Um, and it's, it's called the international code. 
Yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah, it's not international yet. There are some places adopting it, but anyways. Um, yeah, let's face it, some you know, poor schmuck that's building a house out in the middle of, of uh, South Dakota or Wyoming does not, well, maybe Wyoming, doesn't necessarily have to meet earthquake standards. Wyoming, maybe, if you're next to the No, but he's, he's got snow loads we don't have. You know, so there's, 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 there's yeah. all kinds of different things going on here. And uh, so that, that's, you know, you know where Yo Pauly is comparing a true dome to, you know, like Mike. I was at Mike said maybe it's more like a teepee in, yeah. in a sense. Yeah. It, it, the the reactions are much different. So I, if I have the time, yeah, I'm going to try to get I'm going to try to get this engineer to come out to my uh, my class this semester, anyways, and um, do a little lecture on the engineering portion. Uh, I want to ask him about this particular building and how, you know, a building like this would be built and where the reactions. And again, think. You've got buildings on the side that it kind of helps support it in some ways. Some of the re- the uh, the shear reactions and the lateral reactions got to be tied into those buildings because no, you know. Well, think I, about I it. Would I, mean, to, I would tend to disagree with that. Having climbed around in some of those buildings, I, I they're, they're very separate buildings. I think uh, uh, the forces that are on Space Mountain it, it goes into the same thing with with the. Uh, Rumor of why did we never take the water out of the submarine? Well, because the water, the weight of the water is what holds the Matterhorn in place. No, the Matterhorn, <laughs> the Matterhorn, the force. Yeah, of the but look, you, you've got down to the ground. It doesn't have you, to do. You've anything. got all the upper, you know, the, that upper level is yeah. all tied in there. The building now, the, the the Star Wars or Star Tours building was there. Part of that shopping uh, building was already there. But uh, where the restrooms were, yeah, there's some separation, but there could also easily be some stuff tied into that. Uh, but because you, you've got huge holes, too. You think about uh, where the uh, uh, old Magic Eye Theater is and what was the space stage. There's actually no, there's no support there at all. You know, again, oh, no, huge, you, you still have the support. We're, not we're, right in the middle of the stage. You know, so what I'm saying is no, there's it's in the back holes. of the stage there. Yeah, I right, understand. But it's not, on the out, it's not on the outer edge. It's, it's, so you have to transfer your, your load somewhere. So it might easily be transferred into some. Though they look separate, I'm thinking because you, know, you have those, some of those tunnels that uh, lead down to the stage. Some can be transferred over in those uh, ceiling lines. It so, can be. I, you know, it's. I don't know for sure. I mean, yes, it would be great if they could stand it alone. So in the future, if they wanted to tear the ones down to the side and rebuild or do something different, they could. I just don't know. Um, but I'm trying to think of a way. I, you know, I didn't get to watch it being built. None of us did because we weren't there. And it was uh, too far behind construction walls, and we weren't there. You know, nobody had annual passes like they do now. I'd love to know how deep the... Uh, you know, the beams are. There were probably caissons, really, around the outer edge. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It'd just be interesting to, to know. Greg, are you, are you running something on your laptop? Did you shut off Aperture or any of that stuff? Because your voice oh, is start- no, it's starting to sound, like, compressed or... Uh, you know, it's funny that you mentioned Aperture. Uh, I didn't, but I'll turn it off now. Uh, but, no, I haven't changed anything. I've been flipping through my book, though. I thought maybe you are picking up the sound. No, no. It's just sounding... Aperture is gone. Uh, no, nothing else is really running. Um, okay, that, that's usually it, though, right? Uh, yeah, because it does take up a lot of uh, a lot of uh, memory, so that could be it. So that was our big. Now let's go back. Okay, now so now I've taken my hit because I I am going to go ride and I will report if I see anything different. I'm going to go make sure uh, going up those first few lifts that I you know oh, got the the eagle eye out and look around look as around. much as you can. Okay, might even take the video camera in my uh, ultra dark. Uh, infrared mode and 
shoot it around, see what I see. But I, I'm going to buy that there definitely is possibility, but not necessarily because uh, Yo Polly says, because I still don't buy this as a uh, a dome. But moving oh, on. Oh, I, I like Mike's description. It's it's the most accurate. <laughs> it's a teepee. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's an interesting um, way to look at it, but also... I I think I'm sure there's I'm sure. two different space mountains with the four pillars because I I don't that I'm pretty sure I have not seen four pillars. I'm sure the concept of two two concentric circles, one larger than the other, one being supported by you know uh, beams of the same length that that type of a building has well, a name. Making it, making it a cone. Well, it's, yeah, not, it's, it's not a dome I, because you know you've already talked not about a, dome, a cone. Oh yeah, a cone, truncate, a truncated cone, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, because it's no geodesic dome. I mean, uh, uh, Bus or Busmeister Fuller, whatever his name is, you know, he's got that one uh, knocked down pretty well. That one's pretty well figured out, and that's what we we see at Disney World in a couple examples with uh, uh, Spaceship see, we, Earth. Spaceship Earth. And I was there. I was trying to go to the uh, the uh, Health and Life Pavilion. Is what oh. I was thinking. Of. Uh, and you know, you've got the Montreal Biosphere and the Missouri Botanical Gardens. There's all kinds of um, uh, examples of that kind of uh, structure, but uh, anyways, now Richard, you know he, you're really being taken to task here because you gave you know the 15 feet thing. Oh yeah, you're pretty and, adamant you know, about that. That you, you probably much more no fucking way for the other one. <laughs> uh, at least in, since we get to beat up on you about it, I'm going to go that way. Uh, you know, somebody did the math here and even figured out how many, you know, what the loads of these trucks. Now, either this guy's in the construction industry or he really, really it's wanted a lot to of dispute. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It, you know, a standard, the standard truck that moves dirt, right? You know, the diehard where they're moving the gold from New York City and all that truck, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sure you can look up their, their uh, you know, how much earth, you know, how much they hold. Well, it's a good it's, thing it's, he didn't look up that one that works in the mines. You know, that one that's like that super truck that yeah. <laughs> look, makes a guy standing next to it look like a yeah, mat. It's got, it's got like a three-story ladder to get up to the to the, to the yeah. cab, yeah. But you know what What Yul Pauly didn't take into um, uh, account here, and it's the thing I was challenging Richard on, at least I think I did, was no large truck, no no large dirt hauler is leaving Disneyland during the day. There's no way it could get under the Harbor Pass, I don't think. At yeah, they can, House. They, can, they can get underneath there. What, a, a regular 10-wheel, whatever, ton, five-ton truck that is? Yeah, yeah. Underneath we, the train tracks? Tra- we take those tra- uh, trash bin out underneath the Harbor Underpass. We take those big uh, 18-wheeler tractor-trailer rigs go in and out under through that underpass. All right. Well, either way, you know, uh, I can't. I gotta say, I don't remember those going through there, there except before the park opening. But anyway, there was a there was a great story that goes on that that was hilarious. Coca Cola brought in a uh, when they were getting the the well, we still do get them. They were getting pallets of Coke uh, uh, coming in, and it was a regular, you know, uh, tractor trailer rig, eighteen eighteen wheeler that brought it in, and they were just. You know, nudging it was just clearing underneath the uh, train trestle. And they brought it up and they made their delivery. And they go, Oh, no problem. They start going back out. And suddenly they hit the train trestle going out, forgetting that they just unloaded all this coke out of it. And so now it's riding a 
couple inches higher. And it sat there for a couple hours until finally one of the firemen just looks at him and goes, did you think of dropping the air pressure on your tires? So they just flattened down the tires, brought it down underneath, and repumped the tires back up on the other side. But, yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at a picture of a uh, government building in Baghdad that was hit by a 5,000-pound bomb. Um, they're still structurally sound other than got, you know, the guys, I got to say the bomb hit right in the top, went right, almost right through the exact, you know, middle of the dome. And they say the dome is still structurally sound, though you see a lot of shredded metal. Um, it's just kind of interesting. But again, that is a full dome, uh, or mono, probably what might be called a monolithic dome. Uh, so. Anyways, go keep going. I'm listening. I I, I don't think. What's yeah, to keep again, going about? I, I mean, he got blasted. <laughs> he got, yeah, but again, okay. Richard, okay. So the simple math says that they would have to have been going 24 hours a day. Was it uh, every 24 minutes for the entire rehab? And we know that a lot of the rehab had to be building the track and not digging and because okay. again, for everything that was pulled out, has to go back in. Yeah. Okay, I will say only this in my defense. You're making, you're, making, you're making the assumption that they're digging out the entire floor. There well, is no, no, no. I, th- I think you, you're no, the one no, that no, said no, you. The, no, oh, no, do I need no. to go roll the tape? Wait, wait, Dude, roll, you, roll the tape. Oh, no. <laughs> Aren't you, you prepared to, with roll B? Oh, go to, go to track fifteen. Replay track fifteen. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you said the whole friggin' thing was taken out to fifteen feet. You didn't yes, say, you did. You didn't say just pieces of it. You didn't say, like, the perimeter or anything. They took the whole floor down 15 <laughs> feet is what okay. you said. How big and that's when I said, what about the supports? And you said there were no supports. How, how big is the floor inside the mountain? It's not it's the, 100, you got, you got, you got, a, you got a You got a sloped you got a slope side. A slope. Is on the walls. It slopes down, I think, is it about a 40 degree slope that comes down to where the floor area is down there. And it's that section that's about, I don't know. Well, I got a minute. Of the, of the 100 foot radius, we've got the space stages in there. There is some things. The load unload area where I think we argued wasn't moved or gutted or anything. Yeah. Yes, they updated the, the spaceship. It oh. looks stupid, but okay. they didn't tear it out and rebuild it. Okay, so, so half. Let's do, yeah, do okay, half. Yeah, okay, so do half. That's still. Or even a third. Um, the four hundred and uh, you know, yeah, call it four hundred and ten days. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It's eight hundred twenty-seven days, fifty-seven truckloads per day. All, so cut that I, in okay. half of twenty-five all truckloads I know a day. Is I, I watched them. I watched uh, what I watched with my own eyes is they pulled the concrete. They tore the concrete out to where it was bare dirt in there. Okay, and and I, I, no one would argue with that. That's and very when I when I talked. Feeble. When I talked to the project managers that were in charge of it, they said they were dropping the floor down about 15 feet, 12 to 15 feet, because they, need, they needed the uh, extra space for some of the structure work that was, was going to go in there. And see, that's what's not making – what st- structural work – I mean, when you get right down to it, the track had to be at the same exact level it was before to match up with load, unload, uh, blah, 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 right? I don't know. I'm not the engineer. I didn't design it. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, this, so is, I don't, this is simple I, it, logic. It, it, you, you, you're, you're, not, you're, you're going to agree with me that load-unload didn't change, right? The, the uh, maintenance area didn't change, correct? Yeah, it doesn't appear to be different. It didn't change, right? 
I don't know. He's not. He's not going to. He's not going to say. I'm not going to bite that one. <laughs> did, 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 did they tear out the control tower? I don't remember. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I so, don't think so. I, I, I'm going with load on load, and the maintenance area uh, is exactly. I, I, the same I remember. Level. I remember being able to look into the station when they at one point when they had it torn apart. Okay, probably from the back end, I'm, I'm guessing, because they redid the, I think, the effect at the end. But okay. okay so they you know, have I'm, to rematch I'm, it. What, what, what Michael? I'm, I'm looking at a, um, you know, a, it's like a picture of the track from above inside this 100-foot circle, right? 100-foot radius circle. Yeah. And Richard's statement that a third of it is taken up by load unload uh, is probably accurate. So... Well, yeah. Well, well you got to remember, load and load. You get the space stage within the circle, you know, within the circumference of that building. You've got things that are in the way, no doubt. Yeah, because right. I was I was even trying to look at the model, and uh, of course, the model that doesn't necessarily show structure that might be going up supporting anything for the you know the roof support portion of it. But still, I say okay, so cut that in a third, and you're still that math doesn't work out. Correct. I'm just going by what people told me and what I saw with my own eyes. I, I, I understand. I, 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 I did not go do. I didn't. I, I will fully admit right here, right now, in front of everybody. I did not walk into the mountain and do a survey load of how low they lowered the floor. I'm going by what the people that were in charge of the project told me that they were going to be lowering the floor about 12 to 15 feet. I, I understand. I, 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 you I know, one of your I your best friend I, lawyers I, says that eyewitnesses are the worst witnesses in the and, world. And, and I. You know, I did watch trucks go out with dirt, and I, wa- I watched them bring a crane in, and I watched them take, a, take a, a backhoe and a few other things in there. But I didn't actually go out there with a survey marker and do a, a laser-guided survey of how low the floor was lowered myself. I just was going by, you know, right, so, based on what other people were telling So what we've learned here is just don't, you know, whatever Richard Sorry. hears floating around inside the park <laughs> is probably... <laughs> so. <laughs> what? Oh, that's. Funny. But then again, you know, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not the one that's so friggin', uh, you know, no fucking way there can that that roof can support itself. So. Well, I still have some reservations based on the dome theory, but uh, I also have some thoughts in my mind how it would work. It's just what I don't know. The big question is in those outer uh, pylons and how deep they are, and you know the uh, lintels between them. There's a lot. I mean, I, I'm sure it can probably be done. And you also got to look at Disney and the way they they're used to building. Because obviously, we've all been in, uh, for example, some flat roof areas that are huge expansions with no supports in the middle. You know, we've been in big airports. Uh, big oh. casinos where you just like, how the hell did they do this? Yeah, you know, I'd MGM, love to see the, the, the structural portion of it. Um, yes, it can be done, but look at the money they spend compared to the money Disney spends sometimes on their attractions. And we, we, you know, and based off the construction of how I saw Florida's built, I made some assumptions on how California was probably built, which you know we know what assumptions can be. Correct, uh, but Stinky. you know when. When someone actually said the whole floor was low, lowered 15 feet, we're, we're kind of going, geez, that just doesn't seem right. Now, if you yeah, said – remember, though, the floor, the floor is not the entire uh, – No, no, no. We're getting to that. Well, like I say, even if we cut this down to a third, the math still doesn't work. Now, we 
I'm guessing the concrete was probably no more than uh, four to six inches thick. So, uh, you know, maybe they didn't need to take it down another 15 inches, but another nine inches, you know, combination. Oh, they, 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 I, I'm like, again, I'm just going by what people told me. But, you know, I will say, let me do the math real quick here. Uh, and while you're doing that, I'm looking at domes of the ancient world, and none of them match up to what uh, Space Mountain looks like. You know what my favorite ancient world places is um, uh, Petra. That's just freaking cool. Petra. Yeah, it's uh, Indiana Jones, the third one. That you know, that temple that's carved out in the side. Oh of the yeah, in Jordan. Yeah, is that Jordan? Jordan. Yeah, that's, Jordan. that's Jordan. Okay, it's just a really cool joint. This, okay, in, in my effort okay. to find pictures. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say right now, the floor space of Space Mountain in Disneyland is not 98,000 square feet. Okay. Uh, well, technically wait. it is, but okay, but what the, you want to back the, off no, is how the, much floor the, space does the, the, the track that you ride on minus load-unload take up? The, the coverage, the coverage is... Nine thousand or ninety-eight thousand five hundred and ninety-six feet, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that entire space is floor space for the attraction. Well, that's or, what I said. You uh, minus out load, unload, where or any other or any other things that are taken up. In, yeah. in, and that's still. I mean, you still got to take into account that you still have the floor space for the attraction does not go all the way out to the walls. You have a sloped interior. That goes down there, down to the floor. If you if you remember when you've seen it, when the lights come on, the where the wall drops. Yeah, we we get that. So that's that's only taking up what maybe three percent, four percent of the entire floor space. Oh, that slope around the outer edge. Let's see. All right. Ten feet. Ten this feet. is starting to bore me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, It'd funnier. be funnier to actually have uh, Yo Polly on the show. This horse be glue. <laughs> this is. Uh, oh, okay. What were you, you said? You were doing. You were looking at some pictures or something. What were? What were right, you looking? I was just you saying. You're going to make a comment while he's doing his math in his head or whatever he's doing. I was saying, in my mind. effort to find pictures of Disneyland Space Mountain under construction, which is just pretty, a few, hard, pretty yeah, hard. Yeah. But I came across this Disneyland linkage place, and he's got the. But did you uh, send it over to me? No, because it's really nothing. No, no, it's actually pretty cool. But I have to type it. Right, I can't cut and paste because why not? Because the machine I'm browsing on is not the machine that Skype is on. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. Is, is there a short one where there's a link? Uh, let me see. If you go to all right, so W here. No, I don't want to read. Don't, here, I'll just type it in. Thank you. Baby. <laughs> uh, so, uh, let's see. Other than our poop email or voicemail, uh, we have some other exciting news coming up. We're not ready to announce. Are we, we still working on those? Are uh, uh, need the stuff? Yes. Okay. It's so not, that, ready, not ready for prime time. Okay. So, still forthcoming. Any uh, uh, DPN news? Uh, other than... Disney dudes join the podcast roster. 
That's cool. I haven't uh, listened to them yet, but I, yeah. I, I, you know, I know, I know the individuals, and I know they're they're funny guys, and I'm sure the show is uh, great. But I have not listened. There are so many freaking shows out there. I can't keep up. Yeah, I'm Plus, right I there with all, you. I, I did all my listening at work, and like, I, don't, I don't seem to get things done like I had planned. I'd plan to have all these. Actually, it seems like I don't, I don't seem. Like I had plan. I'd plan to have all these podcasts getting done, getting to the park. You know, and my days are broken up with get this kid to school, get this kid to football practice, run grandma here, run, you know, it's just like, okay, so from this point. All right, so he's got, if you click on, some of his attractions have links. Yes, I see that. Like, so if got you click it. the Splash Mountain one, he has like a drawing of. Yeah, well, I, I clicked the Space Mountain one since that's what we're talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, that one's pretty cool. <laughs> I've, see, I've seen this before. This is floating all over the place. Um and it really doesn't give you no the, the space it doesn't one. give you much other than the track you know i i wouldn't even say load unload takes a third that that's less than a third um of space taken up by load unload okay. and out all right you know? well but uh like star tours if you click the star tours one and and by the way the track does get really close to the edge in this diagram <laughs> yeah. but you know that's at a that's probably at a higher level not down in the, the sure. smaller level you know, he gives the first drawing is like a drawing of the, you know, where the simulators are and how you move through the queue area, right? Yeah. And then, and then below that, it's like a graphical representation of what happens on the uh, uh, in the ride. Let me go back to that one and see, because a lot of this is, you know, my little, uh, you, you were looking at Star Tours, you said? Yeah, yeah. And you have the Star Tours script, you know, hello, I'm C-3PO, you know, Rex gives you the whole friggin' thing. Oh, I see. He's taking you on the space journey. He's yeah. giving you the yeah. charted course. Yeah, yeah. Returns. That, that I've never seen before. The other drawings, okay, they're in my little black book. Yeah, you know, his are a little more cartoony than the architectural drawings. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some cool ones there. Uh, so that's cool stuff. Disneyland Linkage is the website. Yes, Disneyland Linkage. All right, so, um, well, shoot, let me, let me, let me look at the clock. Yeah, look at the clock. We've see how killed, much more we've time. We killed one hour and seventeen minutes. You know, we can. That, that's actually a nice kind of short show. It's not bad. We can wrap it up. Uh, you know, we've I think, like I, I said, Richard we've, is still trying to justify. And <laughs> we've turned the. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, no more, man. We've turned that horse to glue. We're done. Yeah, We're yeah. done. We, we are done. Though we may revisit that once I talk to my engineer friend, we might uh, revisit that a little bit because okay. I'm sure you know, like everything. Uh, there's always a way. It's just a matter of how much money you're willing to spend. It, you know, it can always be done. You know, if you want the whole back end of your house open so you, your doors disappear, oh, it can be done. It's just, yeah. do you have the money right. to do it? Isn't there? Yeah. It's like fast, cheap, and reliable. Pick any <laughs> two, right? Yeah. Yeah. According to my <laughs> official uh, insider Disney information construction uh, CAD type drawings. Uh, much of this track, it's really, really close to the edge. Now, it might not be at the, like, say, the floor level. It's probably at an upper level, but it does get really close. Um, and it also shows mechanical electrical rooms right on the edge. But then again, that slab could be uh, built up for that. It's not a, not a big deal. Anyways, yep. All right, so uh, yeah, I think third dimensionally. Third dimensionally. <laughs> thanks. I think fourth dimensionally. Yes, um, thank you, Richard. All right, so we're going to... Remind everybody, we have a phone number again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Can you say it without laughing, Greg? 
Uh, I didn't write it down. Come on, it's easy to remember, even your feeble brain. Oh, thank you. (laughs) 8304DFPOOP. (laughs) <laughs> once once I get the, you know, the uh, first three, the 830, yeah. I'll remember the... 830-4DF-Poop. Uh, it's got a ring to it. It does. Uh, it, 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 no other show will have... DF-Poop. DF-Poop. You know, now what we need to do, you're going to be flying rubber dog shit. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to... Flying rubber dog gonna, shit on, a, on a something for Tokyo. What was, that? What was that line? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! Out of Hong Kong, yeah. plane loads of dog shit. Hong Kong. We we have to get some DF poop now as a gag oh, to away at the events. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Forget the DF wings. We we gotta give away some DF, DF poop. poop. Oh my god! I um, <laughs> to remind people that they can support my other show uh, by going to Netflix uh, from my website and signing up for a two week trial. I happen to be watching. Uh, Dead men don't wear plaid today. Oh, Rigby Reardon, right? Wasn't that his name? Yeah, yeah it was funny. Is Reardon? I kept thinking Mayor Reardon for L.A. <laughs> uh, as much as the movie, probably to me, out of you know, you you can rate him one to five stars. I probably gave it a two. There are some of the funniest one-liners in that movie uh, that I had forgotten about. Like you know, what are you doing? Oh, your breast fell out of whack when yeah, you were I'm adjusting not your breast. Adjusting your breast, and at the end, I'm a. What are you doing? I'm, I'm adjusting, adjusting your, your willy. willy. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had my willy adjusted <laughs> like that for years. But there, there's, there's some really funny one-liners. I'd forgotten how they cut in all the old movies. It'd been a long, long time since I'd seen that. But uh, um, <laughs> he's like, that part of town was so cheap, even the hookers had sales. <laughs> 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 no, uh, uh, wasn't it the one the end where he's facing the Germans? Was that the one where? Yes. where yeah, with Carl, there, Carl there's, Reiner. There's yeah. nine. There's nine of us and only six bullets in that gun. And he goes, "Yeah, you're right." So which six of you are going to win the lottery? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, good, good stuff. Nice classic, uh, Steve Martin. Oh, okay. You'll be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. That's the line you're thinking of, right? Yep, that's the one I'm thinking of. You got to say it with a little cigar, a little stubby cigar. If you screw up just this much, <laughs> what's that from? A oh, Top Gun. Come on, Richard, Top Gun. Top. Oh, jeez. What's oh, Admiral? Never, he, Admiral. He's the, never. Yeah. He's never served, so oh, he, he doesn't it, quite. It was actually yeah. it was Admiral. It was the CAG, right? He was the. He's the CAG, yeah. 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 I don't think you ever saw the captain of, of the ship for that one. You just saw no. the CAG. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing about Hunt for Red October. You know, you had the admiral and you had that captain giving him a load of crap. He yeah. was probably just now. Was he the captain of the ship? And you never saw the in Red October. Again? Yes, correct. Yeah. He was. Yeah. yeah, Fred Thompson was the admiral. The captain was the captain of the boat. I like Fred, even though Nixon called yeah. him one of the dumbest asses he's ever known. <laughs> he's, he's always been good in the the parts he plays. Yeah, yeah. But they're always. <laughs> I went got a to, strong uh, presence. When I went to the, you want to talk about Top Gun? When I went to the uh, Air Museum out at March Air Force Base this weekend, and they had the uh, uh, one a uh, what was a A four? I think it was that was put up in uh, aggr- aggressor colors. Yes, uh, we saw it. It was like blue and, and everything. And blue light blue. My, the uh, my scouts are looking at it, going, "Yeah, you know, didn't you? You know, saw Top Gun. This is one of the planes that they used in Top Gun." Richard's the real thing. Topple. And they're going, the what? I go, Top Gun, did you ever see the movie? What movie? Nobody ever saw Top Gun. 
And you know, I thought they did Top Gun out of Miramar. They did. Because yeah. the the old dude giving us the little uh, tour on Midway was saying, you know, he mentioned, was it actually, no, you know, actually, it might have been the recorded audio spiel because there was an F 18. When I first walked up, I see this Russian red star and this uh, um, desert uh, camo painted on it. I'm like, Oh, we got a meg up here, and then I get closer. It's an F eighteen, and it said it was used for Top Gun in no. Nevada. And I'm like, oh, Nellis, yeah, yeah, Fallon, in Fallon, Nevada, they have a okay so naval, another- naval. It's called the Naval Strike Warfare Center or something like that. Yeah, um, but yeah, no. And so it was playing the aggressor role. Uh, it just I hadn't seen one painted with a red star on it. And yeah, I, I saw the for- same. Something similar when we were over at the at March, where it was mentioning something about the Navy Training Center in Nevada. I'm going, okay, I remember Nellis and Red Flag out there, but I didn't know the Navy did training Found, out in Nevada yeah. as well. Uh, so you know, you talk about filming Top Gun scenes were filmed at Miramar, but I think all the flying was done out of Fallon. Really? Oh, look at the look at the it terrain. Sense. Yeah, you know. yeah, you're right. That you know, that that you're true. That didn't really fit. Um, but you know, that's true for a lot of movies. So, all right. Well, it makes it good if it looks good. Yeah, that's all it's about, right? Just just look at uh, what was it? um, It was just on this last weekend. uh, Die Hard doesn't have to work; it just has to look good. That was awesome movie. Uh, The first one, yes. Yeah, it's not bad. Come on, Alan Rickman is awesome in that movie. Alan Rickman is. I don't know that I've ever seen a bad Alan Rickman. I, I tend to like him in the not the best of the uh, um, Robin Hood Robin Hood movies. Ah, uh, Harry uh, Potter. Uh, Robin Hood, he was fun. Sheriff of Nottingham. But, no, that's what I'm saying. Not not a great, great Robin Hood movie per se, but he's oh, no. great as the uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham. You know, and bring don't her like with you. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, so. But I'll keep the stitches small. Yeah, I'll cut your heart out with a spoon. <laughs> Don't you mean a knife? No, no I uh, want uh, it to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it just bugs me. You know, I I, I love the uh, Lethal Weapons, but you know the one where the girl takes the header off the round building, uh, and it's the round building on Ocean. And, that was the first one. Yeah, yeah, it's in Long Beach. Right, and it's supposed to be L.A. So when you know the the area, and you see stuff like that, yeah. or. Uh, what was it? what's the one uh, Billy Crystal? They're the cow pokes. They go out to the um, city slickers. City slickers, and he's supposed to be landing, I think, in New in York. New York, yeah, and, yeah. And it's, it's at it's uh, Bradley, yeah, Bradley Terminal, in LA. <laughs> yeah. your, your classic mistake in Die Hard Two when he's over at Washington National Airport, and the first scene you see him, and he's on the phone talking to his wife, and it says Pacific Bell. On the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they paid yeah. for that advertisement too, probably. Probably those, those, yeah, those kind of things always crack me up, and most people don't even notice them. But um, yeah, that's that's fun stuff. All right, well, well let's, uh, let's wrap it up, huh? Yeah, let's wrap cool. it up uh, real quick. Finally, got yes. a good chance to take a quick look. Um, very different skyline around DCA right now with uh, the Golden Con- Dreams construction walls. Gone. Yeah, I, you, you remember you were talking about that. Wait, like have, the, were- have the walls changed since they tore the building down? Or just not seeing a building there is what's just not seeing out. a building. The skyline okay. just looks completely. The, the now, now that that art is still there. And mur- the mural's still there too, right? No, no, it's gone. No, they ripped oh. out the mural. Yeah, wow, because that was odd. they ripped the whole building down around the mural. Yeah, which was which you, which gives you the impression they're trying to save it. <laughs> exactly. And, and then the next yeah. thing you know, it's gone. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. I haven't I been over DC in a couple weeks. So that I, dome. I that, say they might uh, have that's you know that's possible. Yeah. Well, you know no, what? It's no Mary Blair ahead. though. <laughs> yeah, you know, come on. I don't. I'm so tired of that shit. Yeah, yeah. I know. And uh, I know in the meantime, Orange Stinger is down, gone. Oh, they finally got all the exterior orange thing down. They peeled yeah, the orange. They peeled the orange. The only thing I saw left is it looks like the canopy inside, but it's sitting on the floor, and just the green stem. That's your center post for the. Uh, well, I gotta get over there. Maybe I'll hobble over and take some pictures tomorrow. All right. Well, now that you brought that up, I do have to have one quick little thing. Uh, there was a. Are, are post- you sure it's gonna be quick? Yeah. Okay. The. Um, <laughs> sorry, Brad just popped up. Wanted to know what version of uh, Command uh, Call of Duty we play. Did you answer uh, him? Yeah, I just answered him. Okay. There was a post. You know, the Orange County Register online has a Disneyland section. They have Walt's little picture. I forgot what it's actually yeah. called. Uh, but I sometimes I follow a tweet and I'll see it. And there was a um, other than the the erroneous tweet today that they retweeted saying Disneyland had a power outage, which you corrected me and said it was a dip, not an outage. Yeah, we just had a power dip today. Um, did it did it cause resetting all the attractions? Um, it reset a couple attractions. Yesterday was bigger. It hit uh, pretty much a good portion of the east side and it bumped into a DCA a little. Or yeah, yesterday. So for some DCA. attractions, it would have shut them down for half hour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that that would appear as to be an outage to someone who doesn't know it's just resetting, I guess. Right. So the the the, the amateur who was in the park that probably tweeted it the first time had had no idea the. Okay, so uh, anyways, there were, uh, I got a post from a guy the thir- you know the thirteen year old kid that wrote, wrote us and yeah uh, Mark yeah uh-huh. he um he tweeted about a third gate that someone was saying Cars Land was a third gate. I'm like, no, no, Cars Land is in DCA. And then I saw a tweet from this Orange County Register uh, about a um, the uh, Anaheim City Council just approved 601 absent to approve a temporary parking lot for, for seven, Disney. For seven years, yeah. Yeah, for seven years, and they gave the address on Harbor. They said it was on land intended for a third gate. And then, then Mark answered back, that's the article I was talking about. But it didn't actually say anything about a third gate other than they were building a temporary parking structure on what was intended to be for a third gate. But what it comes down to um, is it's going to be part of what I think Richard and I talked about on the show you haven't put up yet. If the city wants it back, it's going to be their stop for the resort monorail or the resort transportation system. I saw that uh, article. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, I think Richard was telling me they were close to starting the, the structure on the old Grand Hotel lot. Now I'm seeing this one about the one. Are they building both of them? On what? Parking lot. Are they building a parking lot? Are they building a structure at the old Grand Hotel? The last I heard, yeah, we're supposed to break ground like in about two weeks or so. How funny that okay. doesn't make the news, but they well, that's, that's, the city council that's my question. Well, probably because it's temporary and it's on a spot that was intended for the third gate, or it may still be is, and the the they want to use for the resort connection of the transportation system to the uh, maybe new uh, transportation corridor over by uh, Anaheim Stadium. But what I'm getting down to is, are they doing both, Richard, or is one of the stories? Inaccurate. Maybe they're only doing one, not both. 
Okay, um, to answer your question, yeah, I am missing parts of the story because I'm on a real limited bandwidth for some reason, and I'm, you're dropping out every now and then. Are we talking about uh, these are two separate stories about the same plot of land okay. in the Puma no, no, lot? No, no, no. no, no. You, no. you and I, I think, talked last week about the right. Grand Hotel. You right. said that that's a done deal. There's right. the register reported that the city council has approved a temporary parking lot on Harbor, and they gave the address. I don't must be down by the strawberry fields. I um, think it's the strawberry fields, yeah. On what was supposed to be the third gate, right? But they, uh, if they put in this transportation corridor, the monorail or people mover, whatever it is, connect that will connect to the new uh, transportation center down by the Anaheim Stadium. That may what I, the way I got it. It might either have to be turned over to the city, or this new uh, transportation connection will be built on top of it. You know, or don't have to rebuild. Okay, okay. I'm I'm going to go strictly speculate because I have not heard anything. I haven't I haven't read today's uh, register or anything on it. Well, it that's a day or two old, so it won't be okay. Well, okay, I, I I haven't read the I didn't read the register article. Uh, they are most likely building additional parking lot over where the strawberry field is because they need to have some sort of coverage while we lose the Pumba lot for this, what year and a half or so. Yeah, they Especially they mentioned it was being next, built you know, to. Um, yeah, they mentioned it was being built to replace the Tim or. Uh, Timon. Uh, Timon. Timon. That was yeah. that's the way the paper put it, but you know I don't trust them to get every detail right. Now, if there's a question that that property might need to be reverted to the city, that would be a perfect spot for the city to put a transportation hub for the resort area to go to the uh, uh, the, res- the transportation hub by the stadium because that was where the that would go right into convention uh, convention way which goes into the Anaheim Convention Center and it's yeah it's not right next to Disneyland but it goes right up to all the city properties and it's within reason of Disneyland because you already have Disneyland transportation going back and forth to those lots you know, so. you know what's funny as I'm looking for it and as I'm scrolling down it uh, there's two posts back to back about power dips affecting uh, uh, the park operation so I, I just found that funny yeah is it, I mean you you remember when you worked there we get power dips during the summer they happen. They happen a lot rarer now. Uh, Anaheim uh, added some gener- uh, a new generator plant over in East Anaheim and has a lot more power. Okay, coming here I, I found it, Richard. So it's really short and quick. So listen closely. Disney plans to build a massive parking lot on the field that it originally bought for a possible third Anaheim theme park. That means the new park likely would be at least six to ten years away when the lot is no longer needed. Disney wants to add 2,570 new parking spots for guests to the Harbor Boulevard site, eating up the majority of the remaining open space on a former strawberry field that the company bought 11 years ago in anticipation of building a third theme park. Future Disney parking... Anticipate... uh, The way they've got it truncated here, it didn't work out. The new parking lot is set to go before the Anaheim City Commission at 2.30 p.m. on Monday, which it did... Um, <laughs> Disney closed the 2200 odd uh, Timon lot where it's building Cars Land so somewhere I may have skipped over uh, the one word because this is older than the one that said they were uh, building it so yeah. basically that's where you know that's where they're, it's at a newer post gave the actual address and I, I guess I might have 
uh, skip yeah, over. Yeah, that's so, over the strawberry field there. And that makes perfect sense because, yeah, you lost all of Timon, so you have no... Oh, here, here, here it is. I'm sorry. It's really small stuck between the power surge and the uh, Disney World death. Um, oh. Yeah, you heard about that, right? Which one? The uh, guy, the stunt guy. Indiana Jones. Oh, no, I didn't hear about that one. All right, jeez. Okay, I, frontline cast members. The Anaheim parking... Hey, uh, busy working out. <laughs> no, yeah, let's not bring him up to speed on, on the air. Yeah, either. no, he can, I'm not. The Anaheim, I'm not. The Anaheim Planning Commission today approved Disney's plan for a new temporary parking lot. The vote was 6-0 with one commissioner absent, typical. Uh, the site at 1946 South Harbor was purchased by Disney 11 years ago, like the same as the other one. The 53-acre property is currently equipped with 1,701 parking spaces on 12 acres. The new parking lot would transform 23 acres into 2,500-odd plus or minus spots. Uh, Disney recently closed. Yes, we know that. There are 22 days to appeal the commission decision uh, to the city council before it goes into effect. What this article didn't say that I saw another one is was saying that uh, it's temporary and it could go back to the city for their transportation corridor. Uh, so, anyways, that's, uh, that's all that is, the strawberry fields. The big parking yeah. lot mystery. Yes. Uh, what, what that's funny is I heard, when I heard about this I'm like wait Richard just told me they were doing the one at the uh, but see that makes perfect lot. yeah that makes perfect sense because we've lost Timon and we're going to lose Pumba the uh, the old Grand Hotel lot yeah you know, when Karen went over the other day they made her park in the um, uh, Garden Walk yeah. So. That's where we're parking a lot of people. That is anybody that's coming in from that that uh, lot that, that structure's empty all the time. Yeah, oh, she said it wasn't about real clear side, though okay. where to go get your drop off. She said you know they they forced you in there. There was no clear direction to where you go pick up your tram, so they just walked, uh, and then they took the tram back and then figured out it would have been walking way out of their way. They might as well just walk. By the time they walked to where the tram pickup was, was their opinion. So yeah, the, the sad thing is is. Where the rules are, we're parking them over there, but it's their operation. So we have to let them garden walk, direct guest, and tell people how to go. So, of course, garden walk is not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. All right, well. Uh, so that concludes our thrilling discussion of parking lots. Yeah, well, I wanted to clear that up because, you know, I'm hearing two different things and, um, you know. Yeah, okay. Any, yeah, so, any last words? Um, get your DF poop now before it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, then, uh, you know, how about uh, simple, you know, good night? Simple good night. Good night.